Okay, one time, special. Yeah, Monday Night Raw podcast from the shadows and it's like shouts to Roman Reigns. WWA, yo, Roman's home, baby. Monday Night Raw, let's get it. Monday Night Raw setting off in honor of Mr. McMahon. Y'all hear that? So why does God come on down to the ring? Shouts to how commentary was quiet. This was very special, you know. I went to my first WWE event a day after Roman Reigns gave us all that crazy news. I'm going to just say this now. I think it's almost sad. Nobody's really speaking on it, but it really took him making that announcement for the WWE Universe to really show their true colors and just be behind him. Uh, I got I got a couple things to say about it. I just keep it. I'll try to keep a lot to myself. We'll get through this segment. It was a very cool segment, but I like how Roman's back now and he's finally getting the ovation that he deserves. And I guess why he's coming on down. I I speak a lot differently in real life, <laughs> you know, than what I do on here. I was trying to get the feel doing a podcast and such like that. And I I believe even if you go all the way back, I said you. Wait. The big dog. But I said it, I said no one really knows or understands the situation that Roman's in. If you don't like him, then you clearly don't understand the spot he's in. And he was and is still a top guy in the company. You know, he was the go-to as uh, like his star quarterback. I believe that's what uh, Corey Graves said on commentary when we got the announcement. But, you know, the build to this from when we first all in the WWE Universe started realizing that he was, you know, being uh, positioned as what, a newer-esque Cena. You know, we, a lot of the WWE Universe wasn't really with it and stuff like that. They were, you know, booing. We all know this story by now. So, in comparison to that and doing this, you know, podcasting for myself is, you know, actually really difficult to try to go into some kind of character or whatever. And, you know, go through the show, just uh, finding your ground and finding uh, your comfort zone with doing this. You know, of course, I can't compare myself to Roman Reigns, you know, except in this context, because he's clearly speaking to thousands and millions of people across the world. You know, meanwhile, I'm just chatting with y'all. And uh, it's, uh, it's not the easiest task. You know, we've seen him slip, we've seen him fall, but we've seen him get back up and we've seen him be strong and... You know, we see him back now, and that's a really good look. It's truly inspirational, and, you know, as I'm figuring out ways to reformat the podcast and, and not take up too much time and, uh, you know, be a little clearer with what I'm getting at, you know, to see Roman come back. And then if you hear how, well, I'm pretty sure we've all seen and heard at this point, but he is very comfortable on the microphone. He's very comfortable with the crowd, and I think this truly positions him as... Uh, what they call bona fide Hall of Famer eventually in time of course but being a top superstar is what the Roman Reigns character is all about and I'm pretty sure we're going to see that in coming weeks and months since he's officially returned so congratulations to Roman Reigns for you know leukemia going into remission and I, I just I hope he's you know I hope he's I hope he's back you know and now we can really see what this story was looking like. You know, what this, what this story that Mr. McMahon envisioned, we're probably going to be able to see 
in the new era so now he's got some help i think we're all gonna be in for some very very compelling and entertaining television so with that let's get on into monday night row it was nice to see seth rollins come out and greet roman as he went back up the ramp and the tag team match that came after it with the nxt superstars taking on uh the revival it was alistair black and ricochet taking on uh, Dash and Dawson man they got they they went it was it was great they were fast-paced it was these moves it was a little flippy but I mean that's kind of what the climate is we don't need too much of it but the fact that it was you know is shown through Alistair Black in tag team action this week if he was, since he was in singles action last week you know these are just small shifts in the product that you know I'm noticing and this is the early part of the show so uh, I saw a bit of the show. I, see, I noticed that things really did flow well. You know, it was a lot of, how can we say, uh, interruptions. I, well, at the time, I was calling them interruptions, but now it's like we're just getting into the next segment. Like, it's uh, the downtime in the show isn't really uh, ha what wasn't happening last night. So it was a, a lot of good moments, and the tag team match was it was really fun. You know, we saw that uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode were looking backstage, and well, where, where do they stand as far as the tag team division goes right now? You know, they kind of are, the, you know, no more rematch clauses, but it's looking, well, we'll see what the e, we'll see WWE does about it. But uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet looked really, really good tonight. We're going to see, uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to see more of them in the future. You know, like if this was the main call up or, uh, I don't know. We don't know how it's going to happen. And that's a part of it being, you know, the new era. So, big, well, good tag team match. I enjoyed it. And I would like to, see, well, I'm gonna, we're going to see how the, uh, the tag team division continues to shape up. Sarah Logan was showing some very aggressive forms of offense in the tag team match that the Riot Squad had against uh, Ronda Rousey and Natalia. My goodness. And so, uh, you know, we, you know, getting into that match, but had a couple other segments with, uh, you know, Elias and Dean Ambrose doing that. So later on, we're going to get uh, Dean taking on Drew. It almost seems like uh, Dean is just going out there and getting the opportunity to say what he wants, you know, and staying inside of, you know, certain borders. But he seemed a lot more comfortable on a microphone. That was a good look for him. We still don't know what's going to happen after Mania, even though it's uh, been quoted, you know, by WWE themselves. We'll see what happens. It's, you know, uh, he's a good guy again. So, you know, going in and getting the dirty deeds on Elias kind of says Elias is a heel, Dean's a face. You know, so I guess that's the way we, you know, run it now. Lacey Evans came out, waved at everybody. I think that was, it's always a cool ad, and it was done in the first hour. So, you know, uh, getting into the second hour with uh, Ronda Rousey and Natty taking on the Riot Squad. We're seeing the form of offense from Ronda that has, uh, it was when she first got to you know, WWE. We've seen her switch up and do a couple of different things, but the main forms of offense that we can, you know, remember from last WrestleMania, which is up right now on the WWE YouTube channel. You know, I saw, uh, you know, I saw Ronda, you know, the hype was way realer. And of course, it's still there, obviously, you know, now, but 
there's some really, really smart fans that are, you know, trying to make her look bad. But whatever. That's not the end of the As far as the in-ring action goes, uh, they're going at it. And all of the segments have meant something. I know that uh, Becky gets uh, involved, I believe. But we'll get into that as it all takes place. Right, so Becky did get involved. It was all so crazy to me when I saw it on, you know, bro, live. Like, wow, this is really building to uh, WrestleMania in a way that, it, like, we all we're, I anticipate the video packages. Of course, I enjoy the in-ring product, but you know, the video packages when it comes to the biggest shows. You know, this is the biggest show. The show shows so. Is you know, it's amazing everything that's going on. Becky gets involved after a great tag team match between uh, the Riot Squad and Ru- I mean, and uh, Ronda Rousey and Natty. He did real good. A lot of it was just it was that I won't say fast paced, but it was a fair paced of offense. Everyone was able to look really good in that match, so it, it meant something. And of course, you know, we all know these superstars could do what they can retarded that but the riot squad is uh you know they've been looking a little weak in the past couple of weeks so this match made them look much much better and i i like that because it really showcased all of their talents and and, well at least sarah logan this weekend ruby looked great with a couple of saves but the main story after that great match which should not be slept on uh you know uh <laughs> Becky Lynch was told she can't come back. You know, while she's suspended or she'll be arrested. The thing she's done is already, you know, crazy. So now she's come back. She started beating up Natty, beat up Ronda Rousey with the uh, with the crutch. But at the same time, they were both uh, they were both fighting for it. You could see the they they were well. Everyone came through and tried to break it up. And eventually, she Becky was uh, taken out of the equation. So, Ronda Rousey is uh, walking Becky up the, I mean, walking Becky, walking uh, Natty up the ramp because her knee is apparently bothering her. And now she's coming on down to the ring. We're going to get into what takes place after that, (laughs) right after this. Ronda Rousey calls Vince out. Stephanie comes out, and they have their words. Ronda Rousey is, uh, I mean, outside of the, funny little bratty thing she was doing it was a real good segment we all know she tried she put the title down because she wants Vince to make the right decision she wants Becky reinstated so she could just have the match with her and Stephanie is you know trying to do what the manager would do in that position and stick to the book and stuff like that but you know it is deep it was a real cool segment with how uh you know, they put that together. Women's evolution. You know, it was, you know, Ronda saying that she's not taking on the best of the best, she's taking on the chosen. You know, that was a, like the WWE did, you know, take jabs at themselves in a way. You know, it really makes for a compelling storyline. So she puts the belt down and, you know, Stephanie just standing there and they cut to commercial. Real good segment. It was very good acting, you know, and that's just, that's not even to diminish it because this does mean something, you know, of course, to the WWE universe. So, 
who knows? Now is now I guess the ball is in the McMahon clan's court. So now we're gonna see what they do. How is Charlotte taking all of this? <laughs> you know, this I guess the matches. Well, the matches uh, up in the air, but. This is a great part of the story, a great twist to everything, and now we're going to get into the next segment. So Kurt Angle and Jinder Mahal have a match. Jinder was mad that he wasn't invited to Ric Flair's birthday celebration and challenged anybody that went to a match, well, anybody that was invited uh, to a match, and brings Kurt Angle out to have a cool match. Kurt Angle picks up the win, and we slide into a moment of bliss. Uh, and um, it, it's, the guest was going to be Finn Balor. So... Finn came out, they had a cool little uh, talk. It was a little funny moment, but we won't know what happened because Leo Rush came out and interfered, and that led us into the Intercontinental Championship match that Finn Balor uh, challenged him to in so many words, or accepted the challenge is how they tried to twist it, but it was pretty funny, and it was, it was, it was all right. So we move into the match, and the match was really, really good. It was fast-paced. It, well, it was fair-paced. Finn got his uh, his knee tweaked. Leo went for a kick on the apron and worked. And uh, throughout the match, that was how you know the story went. Finn had to work with the hurt knee, and Leo worked it over for a little while. And eventually, uh, well, it was a lot of spot. It was a good spot where Leo went for his finishing move, and when Finn got the knees up, it looked it looked like it impacted on his knee really hard. So, you know, it just added to what the story was and. Finn was able to pick up the victory after a really good showing from Leo Rush. But let's get on into the next segment because every, the big promotion tonight is uh, Ric Flair's birthday. So we're sure that it's going to be <laughs> a, a sight to see. So now uh, Braun Strowman is uh, taking on Bobby Lashley. We know he's still upset about the whole attack on him with, from uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and uh, Baron Corbin. So it spins into the little... A rivalry they've been having for the past couple of months, and now we're gonna see uh, more of it culminate. So, I guess uh, Bobby Lashley's first one he wanted to take out, took out uh, him and Bob, uh, excuse me, him and Leo Rush. So, it was a good look. It made uh, Braun Strowman uh, look look strong. You know, we all can remember, and well, Woody has been able to, you know, uh, do <laughs> he's done some crazy shit. <laughs> Part of my language, you know, on WWE TV, like flipping things over and pulling stages down. So. Uh, this could be a good build to uh, something at WrestleMania, maybe. I don't know. We that's a, I don't like to try to book anything in my head with WrestleMania because uh, anything could change at any moment. So just leading into that, we know that Braun Strowman definitely tried to solidify his spot, and he was still made to look strong. So clearly the WWE is uh, behind him and with making him look as uh, good as possible because of uh, the small sacrifices he's had to make for other superstars. And that elbow injury was crazy. But now he's back in, you know, rebuilding. So uh, I like that. So Dean and Drew have a no disqualification match. And it was pretty good. We started getting a, a little more heavy hitting toward the end where uh, Elias came and interfered because, you know, Dean interrupted his segment earlier. So... This brought out Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley, and they were getting ready to take out Dean, which they did. And this brought out Seth and Roman Reigns. So that was it was a cool segment to see everybody, you know, 
have a moment and of course you get Roman back on TV and we got to see some action. Drew's pretty stiff on the spear but all in all it was a good spot and it was nice to see uh, Roman come back and be in ring after you know in the same night and stuff like that and they look back at Dean and you know, I couldn't help but wonder like man is this really about to happen you know Dean is uh, not trying to be with the company anymore. Excuse me. Uh, trying not trying to not be with the company anymore. You know he wants to, you know resign or whatever he wants to do. But you know it's certainly looking like it in a way. But to have uh, Roman and Seth come out, I think it's gonna make things uh, that much more interesting going into Mania with these three. You know, uh, seemingly on the same page, not necessarily you know on the same team again. But you know, another a reformation of the Shield now. I think finally they could get it right. You know, maybe we could get another run, but who knows? We'll see what takes place. Either way, uh, I think we're going to get Bailey and Nia Jax next. So let's see how that goes. Nia Jax and Bailey went at it. Nia Jax uh, had a couple good moments. Definitely controlled the match, dominated the match, but Bailey was able to uh, pick up the victory after uh, outside interference from, uh, you know, well, it really Nia Jax went to attack Sasha out the ring. That was. You know, part of the story, but the, uh, barely picked up the victory off the elbow to me and tried to get involved outside and went into the still stairs. And uh, like I said, barely got the elbow one, two, three. But the main thing we just see closing out Monday Night Raw, which was such a great segment because it was in Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration. The video package was awesome. You know, just reminded everyone that maybe even people that didn't know that back in, you know, the time, those times, you know, back in what were the 80s and 70s and such like that, Ric Flair was, you know, and I mean, still is, but he was that guy then, you know, and with everything that, you know, sports entertainment has evolved into now, you know, Ric Flair is definitely a staple and a person that paved the way. So it was a great package for him and it was a I mean, we finally have to introduce in all kinds of WWE Hall of Famers, which was basically a showcase of the Hall of Fame ring. But after showing all of the legends, bringing them out and stuff like that, I finally called out Ric Flair, but backstage, well, and he wasn't coming out. You could see Stephanie and Shawn Michaels kind of mouthing to each other, like, where is he? I don't know. At first, you would think that it's, uh, you know, just one of those random things that you see on TV, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. But... It was so crazy because it actually fit into everything going on because backstage, a, Rick, a cameraman's being dragged by Batista, which is crazy. And he gets Ric Flair out of the dressing room and asks Hunter if he has his attention now. So we know, you know, inside but outside the storyline. Back at SmackDown 1000, Batista said the only thing he hasn't done was beat uh, Hunter and Mania, and now I guess uh, the challenge has officially been laid down, and that's quite the way to, you know, get that story off the ground, you know, grabs everyone's attention immediately, it's the comeback of a century, and it almost looks like he's going in as the bad guy, so, uh, well, this is, this is, it's really interesting, we gonna see, it's extremely compelling, so, that's how Monday Night Raw went off the air, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take my exit here. That was a great show. I enjoyed it. It flowed well. I had a you know small amount of down spots, but these were just you know moments in the show where even those superstars did what they could, and they all looked great from a performance standpoint, in my opinion. So with that, 
Shout out to everybody bringing you the podcast. I will catch you guys tomorrow for SmackDown Live. Peace.